What's going on, guys? It's Danny from Fancy Stock Exchange here. And today, I'll be going through my top week eight streamers, players at the quarterback, tight end, and defensive positions that can help you get over your week eight matchups, secure the dub, and secure your spot in that playoff push. Kansas City and the Chargers are on by this week. So if you have, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Gerald Everett, guys like that on your teams at the quarterback, tight end, or defense positions, there are some guys in this video that can not only get you over the hump this week, but a couple of these guys I do view as potential long-term options for the rest of the season. So you guys would have seen my waivers earlier today where I talked about my favorite running backs and wide receivers to target on the waiver wire. Well, now let's look towards those other positions. We still got to grind it out. We still got to set our lineups. And there are some players at these positions right now that are outside of tight end one, quarterback one, or defensive one status that can get you over that hump this week. But if you guys enjoy, as always, make sure you leave a like down below. Let's try to get this video to 150 likes. And comment down below your favorite streaming option of the week. Also, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the channel. We're on the road to 20,000 subscribers. We appreciate you guys for that continued support. So I'm going to try to keep this as rapid fire as possible today. Keep this under 10 minutes. So before we get into the video, as always, let's hit the damn intro. All right, as I mentioned, rapid fire as fast as possible. My top quarterback streams of the week. Starting off with number one, Daniel Jones. You guys would have seen him on the thumbnail. Quarterback of the New York Giants goes on the road to play the Seattle Seahawks. And the Giants this week have a 24-point implied team total this week, meaning that Vegas expects this offense to put up 24 points against the Seattle Seahawks. And with Daniel Jones, to put it simply, he's just looked incredible this year compared to his expectations. He is currently a top 10 quarterback in fantasy football and averages 49 rushing yards per game in my opinion he should be rostered in nearly every single league other than you know four six maybe even eight man leagues you don't want to roster daniel jones but in your standard 12 man league daniel jones must be rostered given the level of performance he's shown yet he's somehow available in 59 percent of yahoo fantasy leagues he has a very safe range of outcomes this week against a seahawks defense that has been susceptible to opposing quarterbacks 19 fantasy points per game conceded at the quarterback position i think daniel jones gonna have a solid week the rushing ability gives him a safe floor and as i mentioned with a volatile seahawks defense i expect him to be right around or maybe even above that 20 point barrier coming off that 30 plus point week this past week against the jaguars so daniel jones must own i do think he's a quarterback option that could potentially give you value long term for the rest of the season so if you can get him you know maybe you have to bid a few bucks just to ensure he's your quarterback this week especially if you have mahomes or herbert like i mentioned i think daniel jones is the single quarterback on this list that can carry over for the rest of the season Number two is going to be the Saints starting quarterback. I'm going to list Jameis here, but but Jameis Winston slash Andy Dalton of the New Orleans Saints playing the Las Vegas Raiders at home this week. And as I kind of said, whoever starts for the Saints this week should be in for a treat against a potential shootout matchup with the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders have conceded 24.4 fantasy points per game to opposing quarterbacks this year, the most in all of fantasy football. And we've seen with the Saints this year, no matter who their starting quarterback has been, the Saints have averaged 36.1 team pass attempts per game, which includes last week where Chris Olave was their only healthy of their top three receivers. Whichever of these quarterback starts will be a shoe-in for positive passing game script, in my opinion, against the Raiders, making them a fine streamable option. We expect the Raiders to put up points on the other end. I do think that the Saints are going to have to throw the ball if they want to keep this game close. The final streaming quarterback of the week is going to be Jared Goff, quarterback of the Detroit Lions, going to play the Miami Dolphins at home. And as we know, this past week, 
absolutely porous game against Dallas Cowboys, no doubt about it. And even when we include the last two outings of him where he's put up 1.38 fantasy points combined, he's the quarterback 14 in fantasy football in the season. Unless he's facing, you know, a gauntlet of a task, a gauntlet of a defense, which I don't think Miami represents, especially with their current secondary situation. Jared Goff has proven that he can put points on the board and he could be a viable fantasy football quarterback. I really expect a bounce back this week against the Dolphins. And what is the current highest projected over-under game of the entire slate at 50.5? Bad games recently will cause him to be dropped, but I do think that Jared Goff can have a valuable week. And if he's available on your wire, I would gobble him up if you're not able to get your hands on Daniel Jones. So moving on to the tight end position, we have the number one tight end stream of the week, going to be Hunter Henry, tight end of the New England Patriots, going to play the New York Jets on the road. And he had an 81.3% row participation versus the Bears. Yes, the targets were down, only had one target this past week compared to his recent weeks. But this potentially gives you a discount on a tight end that has been used a ton on this past offense. The offense as a whole just really had a bad game against the Bears this past Monday night. But I do expect the Patriots to bounce back. Upcoming interdivisional game versus the Jets. I expect Henry in the past offense to get back on track, like I said. 18 targets for Hunter Henry in his previous three games prior to this past week. I do expect him to get back on track be that solid top 15 level option and if you're missing a guy like Gerald Everett or Travis Kelsey you can do much worse than Hunter Henry on your waiver wire number two pickup of the week is going to be Greg Dolchich tight end of the Denver Broncos playing on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars this week and his row participation was down compared to the other tight ends in this range only a 71% row participation it's okay it's not exactly what you want to see but it's a solid number But when we take into account from a context standpoint that this was his second career game in the NFL, he still commanded nine targets in the process despite that 71% row participation. I think he's got, you know, a mid to back end tight end one level season, and he looks like he could be a consistent part of the Broncos game plan. More than a one week stream, I do think that Greg Dolchich could potentially be a season long level tight end option. And if he keeps building off this past week, he could be a viable, you know, five to 10% of your fab type of player. If you suffered an injury to David Njoku, again, I mentioned the bye weeks this week, more bye weeks coming up. I think Greg Dolchich, again, can be a back-end tight end one for the rest of the season if he's able to keep climbing from that 71% row participation. And then finally, my number three tight end of the week is going to be Evan Ingram, tight end of the Jacksonville Jaguars, the reverse side of that Denver matchup. So obviously, Evan Ingram playing for the Jaguars, plays against the Denver Broncos at home. Greg Dolchich of the Denver Broncos playing the Jaguars on the road. But when it comes to Evan Ingram, an 84.1% row participation this past week and has commanded 23 targets in his last three games. He's just been a staple on the show. If you guys have been watching the streamer show all season, Evan Ingram has been brought up on multiple occasions because To put it simply, he should be rostered in nearly every single league at this point. 10.86 PPR points per game in his last three outings, which would be a tight end 10 pace on the season. I expect his usage to continue trending up, making him a valuable week-to-week top 10 to 15 tight end option. Evan Ingram has really shown out these past few weeks. I expect him to continue that level of performance going up against the Denver Broncos this week. Now on to defense. We have the number one defensive stream of the week with the Colts hosting the Washington Commanders on Sunday. And in this game, it has a 40 point over under. And as we know, the Washington offense has been extremely volatile this year with Sam Ellinger expected to start for the rest of the season. Indy needs to rely upon their defense and ground game if they want to remain competitive for the rest of the year. And as we know from the line, 
The Commanders have an 18.5 implied team total, and I do actually expect the under to hit in this game. I think it's going to be a similar game to what we saw a couple Thursday nights ago when the Bears played the Commanders, a 12-7 grinded out type of game. I see that being the case for the Colts and the Commanders this week. I expect some sloppy football both ways and for the Colts to win a low-scoring nail-biter of a game. So I really like them as a defensive stream this week. Number two defensive stream of the week is going to be the Titans traveling on the road to play the Houston Texans. They've held opponents to 17 points or less in three straight games and now face a Texans offense that averages 17.6 points per game on the season. I expect this Titans defense to continue dominating and take advantage of a Texans offense that are expected to be without Nico Collins in this game. I don't really see much offensive success from the Houston standpoint. And as I mentioned, the Titans defense has been so dominant recently that I'm trusting them here again. Road favorites, I expect the Titans defense to be able to get after Davis Mills early and often in this matchup. Number three defensive stream of the week is going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Denver Broncos. And this actually is the lowest set over under game of the entire slate. Denver has an 18 point implied team total in this game. I'm trusting a home Jaguars defense against a shaky Broncos offense. The questions that I have here, does Russ play? Does he look healthy? Does Brett Rippon start again? A lot of question marks surrounding this Denver team and their offense as a whole. And I think the Jaguars win this game decisively. I expect the Jaguars to get home on whoever Denver starting quarterback is early and often and force them into plenty of air. So love the Jaguars. D. I think this is a very, very good streaming week for defenses. So all three of these options should be able to give you abundant point production. But but either way, I appreciate you guys for making it to the end of this video. And as always, leave a like down below. As I said, 150 like goal on this video. Subscribe to the channel as always. And comment down below your favorite stream of the week, whether it's at the quarterback, tight end, defensive spots. Until then, good luck in your matchups. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Good luck in your matchups. Stay tuned for the rest of the week as Corey drops his trade targets as well as our running back and wide receiver start sets to be released later this week and numerous live streams. But either way, appreciate you guys. Take care. Why you need the money?